This week, we discussed the new thriller movie, The Outfit. I'm Matt. Yes, it's a solo episode. Let's go! Welcome back to, uh, we used to talk about this at work. I'm Matt. This is episode 51. Chad is off, you know, trying to get us sponsors and things. And after our anniversary episode last week, he felt like now would be a good time to take off work. So I'm back here. Great fan. Great fan of the podcast. Laurent, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me once again. How you doing? I'm well. You trying to... uh get on here so you could be the number one guest on here with the most uh tops yeah i'm trying to you know get the numbers up was this three or four times i've been on here uh yep there you you got you compete with josh you compete with rachel right now they're they're the ones josh been on there five or six and something like that for rachel too i gotta see what the fans want you know i've been looking at the metrics and i gotta talk about some some exciting topics so what do you want to talk about this week then? <laughs> what do the fans want to hear? The fans want to keep hearing about me going to Vegas every week. <laughs> All right. So tell us about <laughs> your Vegas time. All right. So I've been working a lot. So I decided to take a week off. I needed a vacation, right? So I call myself moseying up there. There's like the world's biggest sports book called Circa. We're not sponsored by that, but hey, maybe one day, right? The main draw of the attraction is they have this huge TV outside. So while you're swimming, it's year-round, it's heated, it's clean. You could just chill, lay back, no matter what time of the year it is. I, like, I got to go to this pool. So I mosey on down there. I get to the pool. I'm chilling. I'm overpaying for drinks. But I'm still, I'm enjoying my time. And then I was like, I should do something. As many times as I go to Vegas, for the first time I actually decided to go see, like, one of the magic shows. Like David Copperfield magic? Yes, but... It was Chris Angel. I see my uh, freak. Yeah, I used to love Chris Angel. Yeah. I, I have a kid. I had I bought the I had the kid magic set of my freak. Huh. Yeah. Like he's been apparently doing it for an extremely long time. I was like, I gotta see a show. I went there, signed up. But at first when I walked in, they had a bunch of scary stuff. I'm like, hold up, I thought this was magic. I don't do horror. But I was totally surprised. It was just like Dave Chappelle, I feel like he just set the trend, but I don't know how long Chris Angel been doing this. They do the whole lock up your phone, don't take no photos. And they even do like a little bit where they, they snatch somebody out the audience because they had their phone out. And I'm like, oh, I best to keep my phone in my pocket before I get yanked up out of here. <laughs> so it was it was very, it was crazy. And I was like, man, I, how did they do that? Like, it's, it's one thing to see things on TV, but to see it like in person, like how'd this guy end up over here and over there? And he had a good message. Uh, he did like something for uh, against like ch- uh, childhood cancer and stuff like that. So I almost cried a little bit to tell the truth. Like it was like it was hard. It was touching, and he was doing magic tricks. So I thoroughly enjoyed myself, and I did more than just uh, gamble like most people do. Oh yeah, as a kid, I used to love magic. I used to want to be a magician and everything like that. So yeah, and I had Chris Angel. Yeah, he was that dude. Like he'd been doing like since. I was in high school, I guess, elementary school. You've been doing it for a while. I said after that, I decided to go to a Mediterranean restaurant, uh, chill back at Hookah Lounge, ate some some Mediterranean food. That was cool. Something different. I try to like since I've been there so many. I don't do stuff on the strip. I try to like go where the locals go. 
So that was cool. I felt like I was transported somewhere else where all the music was different and the vibe was different. So uh, overall, it was it was a good weekend. Uh, watch March Madness. Go Kansas Jayhawks, apparently, for that weekend. Right. Uh, so uh, back to when you were saying how you got teared up. Now that you're older, do you feel like you're getting more teared up, emotional, that you're older? Yeah, uh, I wish I could go back and try to rec- recall, but it was like something I was watching that normally wouldn't have made me tear up. But things just like I remember the first movie. I don't. Maybe you can add to this. Too. The first movie that I actually teared up was was a Selena movie. But I already knew what was going to happen. But I teared oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> it was sad. Right. <laughs> I remember, I was like in high school, like almost bawling, like oh, this is terrible. Yeah, it's just like, uh, I don't know if it's getting older or just having kids, but it's like now when I'm watching movies now, like certain things happen and I'm like, I be getting emotional and I'm like, why am I getting emotional for this? I'm hard. What are you talking about? But uh, it's all normal. Uh, The thing that was caught me is like, was um, if you ever check out the Adam Project on uh, Netflix and it's a Ryan Reynolds movie. So, you know, it was a comedy, but then like they had certain shit in there that was just like getting that lump in my throat and I was feeling emotion. Yeah, just some, some things just very different. Like, for instance, I called my brother today. He had his 39th birthday. I'm wishing him well. What you gonna do? Talking to him, chatting with him. And then, like, five minutes later, I found out Dwayne Haskins passed away and I was like... Mm-hmm. If you don't know, he was uh, he played for the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. He's a quarterback. Apparently, uh, he passed away this morning. He's only 24, so that, that's terrible. Right. And you see that tweet that Adam Schefter put out first? Yeah, that was that was that was very distasteful. Yeah, that was tasteless. Why, like, that has to be brought up. Like... Uh, for you guys don't know, uh, Adam Schefter uh, reported it, and it's it went around something like this: twenty uh, six year old uh, standout Ohio State player. Um, then he said something like. Uh, uh, basically, he struggled, he struggled in uh, uh, struggled in, P- in Pittsburgh and other places. Blah blah blah. He died. So it's like he didn't have to put none of that stuff in there. He could have just said former whatever player died. He had to put in he was struggling and stuff like that. Right. But then um, he he put a he put a new tweet out uh, replacing that one, and it got rid of that part. Cause yeah, well, yeah I thought that was tasty. Right. Let that man, let that man's family in peace. Right. So you're talking about uh, March Madness and uh, the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, when uh, when you did your uh, tournament, when you did your bracket, who'd you have winning? Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. Of course you would. <laughs> hey, I thought. Hey, I thought I was on a roll. You know, I had the Bengals when no one had us going anywhere. So I was like, you know, just. All on black. <laughs> <laughs> How far did they make it? Uh, I don't even think they made the Sweet 16. Uh, it was like one game, I believe. But it was good. I mean, I, I can't lie to say I watched a, a, a ton of, of college basketball, but I started to watch the end, and it was, it was kind of entertaining. Uh, it was good seeing Duke lose to North Carolina and then watching Kansas win. That, that's, I always root for chaos and everything. Unless it's my team's involved. Yeah. If I don't have a team involved, I root for chaos. So the storybook ending, once um, North Carolina beat them at uh, at home, I was happy about that. And then when I found out 
that they were going to play each other. I was, I was rooting for uh, North Carolina win because I want for chaos and everything else like that. And sure, I'm happy that KU so, won. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, so are you a Kansas Jayhawk college basketball fan? No, not at all. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah they, 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 they the neighbors to the West. <laughs> but nah, oh, uh, yeah. nah, not at all. I, uh, if it, I don't even like Mizzou, <laughs> but it's just that's the only <laughs> yeah. one. So it's just like I gotta root for them, but they garbage and everything. <laughs> I mean, I take it back. Uh, a couple years ago, they they made it to the tournament, uh, basketball wise. But you know, they ain't gonna be able to do nothing in the SEC. So yeah, let's move on past that. <laughs> Uh, so well, you you saw you was telling me earlier something about how uh, you blacked out in your room or something. I blacked out in my room. <laughs> you you I said black. You well, I'm just I'm that, that was my segue. You put on here black out of room so hot. Oh, so oh yeah, that's different. So uh, unfortunately, in the place where I'm at, it's extremely hot, and there's no I don't have air conditioning, right? Originally, when I got out here, I was thinking, oh, you know, I don't really need it because, you know, maybe because it was wintertime. But now we had a heat wave where we went from our coolest April of 70 degrees to yesterday, for instance, it was 93 degrees. It was steaming. So I've seen it forthcoming. So I, I got all this black mats and, and blackout stuff to put in the windows, set up my little like portable AC unit or whatever, put them all in the windows and I keep my room extremely dark. Uh, as you see, I like to keep keep the sun out, and then, which remind me, because I know the, the, the top part of it, I was putting tent up, and I was like, "Hum, tents. Ah, I should finally get my car tent." So that's what I did also this week. Um, I didn't well, how do much too much. That? How, how, how much is that? Right. How much is that these days? Because I was thinking about getting but, my car well, tent. Apparently, it probably for a you know full vehicle, all windows be four five, but I spent a seven because I even tinted the front to a certain extent and the moonroof. Uh, and I've used a you know, you know, the guy sells you on a disc film, does this and feel this, and now the heat doesn't get through. And I'm, I probably did, I didn't get the basic. I, I was, I just was like, it's something I'm gonna do every four years or whatever, but I'm liking it. I mean, people are like, why don't you get it darker? I'm like, uh, newsflash, I'm in California, cops will pull you over left and right. I've already done the thing with different states from Virginia, and I, I got there and I got pulled over, and they were like, Hey, why is your car so tint, so dark? And I'm like, literally, I had Guam plates. I'm like, well, Guam, there's no thing. You can have your thing 2% for all they care. So I got my car out there, and I'm, I'm not trying to pay to get tickets. So it's just enough that you can see into it, but it keeps the car cool. Okay. Yeah, because not, not, it don't be getting that hot here, but it's just – I just think it, it just looks better when it's tinted and stuff. So I was thinking about getting my car here tinted. But yeah, I got to learn what the what the Japanese rules are and shit for that because I ain't trying to get pulled over off some dumb stuff. Apparently, it's one of those things where they don't, they're not going to pull you over, but if you get pulled over, it's like an extra thing you're going to check. But at least for the state that I'm in, in Virginia, they could just pull you over. Like, oh, your car's too tense. Like, you know, some some regulations they have to reason to, you know. But it is what it is. Uh, Oh yeah, when I was in uh when I was back home in St. Louis, yeah, when I had my uh Dodge Charger, yeah, they pulled me over just because of my tents. But they were in regulation, of, but they but they pulled me over and then whatever, whatever, and like that, yeah. And based on what type of car you got, like I got a friend, uh he got like a what do you got? Camaro, but he don't got 
doing he's telling me to get tips and this and that, but like he already got a Camaro. He's like the boys are already looking at me. They already think I'm speed racing up and down the street. So I'm not giving them reason to just be pulling me over. Right, because when I had my Dodge Charger, I used to get pulled over a lot. And now, like when I switched over to my Chevy Traverse, I never get pulled over. And also, you know, I was in an all black Dodge Charger. Now I'm on yeah. like uh, a Chevy Traverse like gray where, you know, they probably think, oh, that's just a soccer mom or whatever. So as much yeah. as I love that Dodge Charger, it was just, you know, it's a stereotypical we- call for certain people. You can pull it up. You can pull it off. Just put them little stickers in the back of the car and show like your family or show oh, a yeah. dog or something. <laughs> baby in yeah, the back. Good money. Like put some. Yeah, like hey, baby on board. They ain't even gonna mess with you. <laughs> like maybe, hey, maybe the kids sensitive to light, so you know they got it tinted out. Well, I'll be back in a couple of years, so maybe I go back and get another one. Mm. You should. So, anything else you've been up to? You want to talk about? Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, have you? Uh, I seem like I was up. Go ahead. Now I'm saying, uh, you've been uh walking for any causes? Yeah. So, like speaking of today, I was like, it's a nice day out. It's not 90 degrees out. It's like 70 something. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to the park and just get my walk on, listen to some podcasts and music. So I get out there. I see people, you know, doing the yoga classes people playing volleyball. I'm just like, all right, you know, like that was after I got done, I called my brother, made some phone calls and I was like, all right, man, I'm gonna go for it. I see all these people running and riding bikes. I'm gonna run. So I used to running. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not as out of breath as I used to be. I'm running. Then like I see, uh, they had a lot of uh, events going on. People was barbecuing. They had like a walk for Lyme disease. I just joined in. They gave me a shirt. I got my walk on. I was just walking with young kids, old ladies, like, they was, you know, just walking. Then I came back and I seen a barbecue. I had to crash the barbecue act like I was cousin Pete, something, you know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like Tupac yeah. cousin. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, they got the barbecue, you know. It was cool. People was nice and friendly. Like something about good sunny weather makes people like very nice. But if it's too hot, then people are on edge. You know what I mean? It was the right, perfect it, weather. Right, because if it's too hot, you know, that makes people more angry. So we're like the slightest thing is going to tip them off. But yeah. Yeah. Well, we ain't got no more ice. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I haven't been up been up to too much and um this week prepping for this podcast. Um but one thing is I'm planning a trip over to uh to Tokyo. I'm gonna okay. do the whole uh Rapungi. I wanna do the, the Mario Kart uh ride through Shibuya. Um <laughs> So I'm planning on that in a, in a couple months once the, the little guy gets out of school and stuff. And it's funny, like, I haven't took a real vacation in a long time. Like, I've done little stuff here and there around the city, you know, 45-minute drive, hour drive, stuff like that. But I haven't took, like, a full vacation flying somewhere and everything, staying in a hotel for multiple days since, shit, since I've been here. Because, you know, COVID fucked shit up the first two years of being here. So now it's finally everything's open for us to do shit again. So now I got to venture out. And one of the first things is venture up Tokyo and uh, see how that goes. Yeah, make sure you try. They got a lot of different uh, themed restaurants and stuff like that. Try that out. Yeah, because I know they got some one where it's like robots do things. There's another one where like these girls dress up as maids. So 
I'm gonna be here for all of that. I'm about to try. I'm gonna dip my toe in a little bit of everything. I gotta, I gotta embrace the full Japanese culture. They got animation in there too. So there's people, there's people on the side that wish they was able to experience that. So make sure you take full advantage of it. Well, and I say I don't know if the wife gonna want to do that uh, made one, but she needs to embrace her culture <laughs> too. This part of her culture, yeah. even if she don't like it. And another thing is, um, I know they got them in the states where you can like order meat, steaks, and stuff like that, and they ship it to your house. So I found one that does it in Japan, <laughs> and um, the thing is, he gets his meats from Australia, so he does the regular steaks, uh, burgers, everything, and. Uh, but also he does uh like camel and uh, and kangaroo. Oh, and I wanna have you ever had kangaroo? Yeah, I know I you've been kangaroo. out I, I, I know you've been out in uh Australia plenty of times. Yeah, it's very gamey though. Um I still rather eat uh you know chicken uh, liver or whatever beef, regular stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why so, I said liver. <laughs> I said, like, oh shoot, I said chicken. Throw them off the scent. <laughs> what uh, what's the wildest thing you you've ate? It's wild, but like the wildest. Well, thing that I thought was wild, like I when I ducked for the first time, I thought it was like different. But apparently, it's a big culture, and I'm like, man, it's like nice and soft, and it, it was tasty when I had duck for the first mm-hmm. time. But I never ate duck to like. I was like 30 years old and I was like, man, I was missing out. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about alligator. I was like, when um, I went down to T- uh, Texas and I visit Caesar, I had alligator and alligator tastes so good. It's just like, it's hard to describe. Hate to say it because everybody says it's like chicken, but it's like chicken with like an ocean taste. Like, But you could tell like this animal is in the water type of thing, but it tastes like yeah. chicken is good. Uh, but yeah, because they had like camel, and I'm thinking about to check out that camel, that kangaroo, uh, and they had some other stuff on there where I'm like, mm, I'm not sure. I'll try to see how it is. It's not because I I like um, uh, kind of like I've had a uh, horse being in Japan. Sorry, I've yeah. had you know whale and all the other kind of sushi. So I tried at least once to see how it is. Have you had the blowfish? It's funny you say that. Uh, Wednesday, we went to a restaurant to get it, but the only problem was the chef that did, does the blowfish was not there, so they weren't selling it. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah, I was nervous when I had it. Oh, uh, you had it? How was it? Yeah, I, yeah it was great. Because uh, they like, they like here's your here's your blowfish. And then they make like... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. So so for the people who don't know, there's a certain type of blow, blowfish where it's poisonous. But the, the way the chef cuts it and cook it, you can it's edible. But if you cook it wrong, then you could die. die. Right. All right, but now yeah. go ahead. So they put it in rice, they put it on a uh, like in a paste and put it on top of some other food. And yeah, it was it was it was good. Um but yeah, I was still nervous about it, but I'm like, I was with friends, I'm like, they eat it, I'm eating it. Whatever, YOLO. Right. If if we die, we die together. Yeah, we die together. We hold hands. We sit that food like together. <laughs> and then um, the only thing is, originally when we prepared for this podcast, we was going to watch the new comedy that's on Netflix, The Bubble. And um, basically it's about actors Fresh. making a movie in the pandemic. 
So I watched this movie, and as I'm watching this movie, all right, let me let me let me back up. Laurent, what do you think about this movie? There's a reason why it's on Netflix. I wouldn't say that because it got some good stuff on Netflix, but basically we beating around the bush. This movie garbage, <laughs> straight garbage. Um, garbage. It's a. Uh, it has a a nice premise of you know actors getting through it, um, or trying to make a movie in the pandemic, and uh, but at one point basically they're keeping the actors there. They don't want to leave. Uh, they don't want to keep filming a movie and everything. And one of the actors tries to run away, and they shoot her hand off. Once that happened, I was like, okay, this is a fucking, this is a joke. All right, now they 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 went over the they went over the eggs there. Yeah, that was just who wrote that in the script. Hey, let's just start shoot her hand off. That's gonna be exactly because it, it it made it like you you could you could believe that the whole story of them not wanting to do stuff and scenes. Okay, this is how real actors feel and everything like that. Yeah. Still make it a comedy, but once you once you shoot her hand off and you're like, okay. This is just, you jumped out the window now. I, I guess it's not because of the pandemic, but it seemed like a fake Tropic Thunder, being in the way like we see how they behind the script or whatever, not like, like the movie, you know what I'm saying? Like behind the script type things. But that, that had movie had real actors and it was still a comedy. But I don't know if, if I'm getting older, but these comedies don't do it for me like they used to. It seems cheesy. It's like background music. I, I kept I kept being distracted easily. Like I'm trying to get into it. It took me five times trying to watch this movie. I see the like it's garbage. It could be worse though. It had entertaining parts where somehow maybe the dancing and the the craziness seemed uh, okay. But this it just upset me because I know there's other movies that I watched recently that I was like, this this is so disrespectful to be watching this movie. <laughs> Right. So after I got done watching this movie, I was like, ah, this shit is trash. Uh, Laurent told me about some other movies. I was like, oh, let me try to find that one. So I watched that one. So then I was like, ah, no, this was a lot better. We about to switch topics now. So I just want to address (laughs) that. We watched we watched the bubble, uh, maybe into the uh, the cheesy type of comedy movie or whatever. If you just need some light and breezy to watch, uh, go ahead, check it out. But ain't nothing you're gonna be want to watch the second time or anything like that. Now, with that being said, let's get to the movie that's real good. Please, sir, I don't want any trouble. I need you to listen carefully. There are a thousand blue boys out there hunting for this. And if they find it, I start shooting. You follow? Making matters worse, there are a thousand rack boys hunting for it too. And if they find it, they start shooting. You follow? Don't want to be involved in whatever it is you do. You know exactly what it is that we do. An expert English tailor, he prefers to be called Cutter, must outwit a dangerous group of mobsters in order to survive a faithful night. Um, before we get started, I'd like to uh, give you guys some um, information. So, all right. The director of this is Graham Moore, and... Um, actors Mark Reliance, Zoe Dutch, Dylan O'Brien, John Flynn. That's just a couple, just guys, so you can look into it. So now, right off the bat, Laurent, what do you think about this movie? Excellente. That movie was fire. I was looking for a movie that was deep, intriguing, and the reason why I was saying we should watch this movie because it seems like the type of movie 
that it had different plot twists and things that you would discuss at work. <laughs> All right. Uh, this got me thinking, when is the last time you got a suit made? In, ooh, I feel bad because this is like the first time I got, no, take it back. The last time I got a suit made was in Sydney, Australia, 2016. Hmm. I got a suit made here. The last, I've gotten a suit after this, but the one, the time that I got, when I say got a suit made, you know, they're making especially for you measure. Last time I got a suit made was in Thailand. That was what I was about to say. I forgot about 2016. <laughs> that was like, I thought that was the only time, but that was that was great. Measuring everything at a properly fitting suit for once. Right. And um, but I totally agree with you on this movie. This movie was amazing. Um, just to give you a little bit more details on the description, uh, you have a tailor shop, cutter shop where um, in 19, was it 56? I believe, I know it's the 50s. I don't know that year. Yeah, uh, 50s in Chicago. And you have this, um, and you know, during the mob times. So he's making suits and everything, but also he has, um, he lets them do their back alley stuff in there where they drop off money and things like that. He doesn't pay no mind. He just wants to be left alone. But then certain things happen where people die and then he has to outwit which to survive and when he all the different twists and turns of what does he know what don't he know wait is he doing this and everything like that i thought this movie was 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 amazing yeah that's it's it shows what hard work and putting a good storyline and i i feel like everyone even the, even the, the bodyguards and the small roles like everyone did their role great like it was i never knew what was going i knew what was going on but i never the, the the way it would change up on me it was it was it was well thought out and well done yeah because so, i never once knew like oh like this person did it or like or i thought that i'm like oh this person does it and then you know 10, 10 more minutes oh it wasn't that person it was somebody else and it was like the twists and turns in it, it it was it was amazing i highly 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 recommend you guys all check out the outfit you will not be disappointed if we was ever going to do a top top list of the year, this would be this would be in the top three, no matter what. Yeah, this this movie was phenomenal. There is no game for this because when I tried to find trivia and everything for this, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. I don't know if it's because the movie's new or what. It was slim pickers trying to figure out what um what to do. So there's only I only have two. <clears throat> And also, this is um, the star of the show, Mark Reliance, was actually trained in tailoring techniques by the famous Huntsman tailors previously seen in the Kingsman series. You can catch a glimpse of the iconic house tweed monetarily in the film. And uh, so also, the title has a dual meaning. The, child ma the child Chicago Mafia is referred to as the outfit. So it's dual meanings. Yeah. And one more thing, I, I don't know if you picked up on this. The, there was no opening credits. The title doesn't even appear until the ending of the movie. Like that's yeah. the type of movie that I feel like it could have been on a play, but it was so well shot that it made it even come to life even more as a movie. 
Right, because if you think about it, it could be a play because everything was shot in the tailor shop. So they could have just done scenes like that. Yeah, so the way it was shot, the plot, like you said, the actors, everything was great on there. It's like, like you said, when you was watching a bubble where like, you know, you get distracted. It was like, no, like I was into it. I was curled up on the couch and a ball and everything. And the wife comes in there. She's like, is it good? And I was like, mm. I didn't even just say yes. I was just into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Like, that's, I'm not a big guy of re-watching movies, but I'm probably going to watch it again. Mm. Like, like not, not far from now. Oh, well, I'm checking the time. We're not even 30 minutes into this. <laughs> yeah, anything well, we else you want to talk about? 30 minutes is good. This, I mean, hey, once I edit this shit, it's about to be 25 minutes. <laughs> See, that's why it's always better. <clears throat> it's always better with like a, uh, a third, third person. person. Yeah. yeah. But it's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, got it? you got anything else? I don't know. I took leave and I realized I didn't do shit. I was talking to my friends. I'm like, man, I got to, what did I do? And I've been doing a lot of chilling. I want to, they don't want to hear about me talking about playing 2K. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe they do want to hear you play talk about play 2K. How's uh what's what's uh uh how's your my play how's your my play player going? I ain't even gonna lie to you. I ain't even been playing my player. I just been playing like competitive games because my player. So what they did is to you ever been to the grocery store and they have so many options on what type of what type of things you get from the grocery store. I don't know. A lot of options. Let's go with cereal. There's a lot of cereal options. Yeah. Yeah, right? Back in the day, you got the Frosted Flakes, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Now they got so much. It's like, I don't even get cereal because y'all have too many options. It's like, it makes me freeze up and not get anything. That makes any sense. <laughs> like, so they make the city. Like, it used to just be, all right, you play. Now it's, you got to, like, buy stuff to make your player good. Then you like the city so big, you have to like get a skateboard or a bike or a car to get around to do different mini games. I gotta talk to this guy to get. I'm like, I just want to play and work on my character and play with my friends. Uh, but play with but my that's friends who, but now it's like it's like an RPG now, right? A and, that, and RPG, and, and that's how they they get you because uh, like. Before I started playing Fortnite, my son used to always be like, I want V-Bucks, I want to buy these skins and everything. I'm like, why do you need these skins? And now that I started playing, I'm like, oh, I do. I, I, I need these V-Bucks because it's like, it's just a skin, but then, you know, like, uh, like for example, if you playing and say like, all of a sudden they come up with a new skin and it's somebody you like, like LeBron James or Future or I don't know what kind of what you like, but like save it's like that because they had... Uh, they had like a Rick and Morty skin. I was like, oh, I need to get that one. So then they came up with something. I, like I, was, like, oh, this, I was like, oh, this one looked dope. But like, they don't help you. It's just a different skin and uh, and with dances and music. So they know what they're doing because you want to, as you as a kid, a teenager, whoever, and as an adult, you want to stay with the, the freshest, newest stuff. So if, if uh, so you're gonna pay money for that thing, and they that's they be getting it. They got a nice little racket yeah. going. Pay, pay for play. It's a racket, and then like, right. then I try to do that. So I end up just playing like people coming to the house. I play them just regular, or like my little first my one player game of the month is I've been working on this Horizon Forbidden West. I don't know if you heard of it. It's a pretty good game. It's 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 kind of it's starting to grow on me. 
Uh, but like, man, these games be costing too much just to be getting a crappy game. It got to be a good game. <laughs> like, it ain't like the old days where, all right, cool. Like, hey, look, this game costs like $70. So it better like tie up a lot of time. But at the same time with 2K, it's like it ties up too much time and I ain't doing nothing. I feel like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Right. You know? right. I mean, yeah, that's why, like, whenever games come out, well, I vowed once uh, I, w- I was planning on getting a PS5 then, and I was like, well, I'm not going to buy no, no new games until I get a PS5. Still haven't got one, so I haven't bought a game. Good thing Fortnite's free, so I'll be playing that. But I don't know, I'll be hearing uh, good and bad things about Elden Ring. Yeah, I've heard about that, but that's like a full-blown RPG, and I feel the same way. I feel like it'll take up two. I have to do so much or keep up, but I've heard nothing but good things about that game. I haven't been on the Call of Duty like in the battlefield like I used to because it's like I'm saying I realize I, I realize I'm a social gamer. Like if I'm not playing with my friends, then I kind of don't really want to play because I use it as I use it as a first cue to just chat with people. Right. Really. I'll be playing them and just talking smack. Hey, what you doing? How the kids doing? How the wife doing? Are you good? Blah, blah. So that means you about to jump on Fortnite with me? I mean, yeah, I used to play that. Um, I wouldn't mind getting, you know, I'm not buying no skins. I'm just going to get in there. But I kind of like, I I was on, uh, I I remember Earl put me on it. Then I was like, then Warzone came out copying off of them. And I was like, oh, I already got Call of Duty. All right, cool. Right, right. All right, do you have anything to plug on the way out? Like I always say, all I got is my Instagram. Uh, maybe by the next time I'll have uh, my ventures all set aside for y'all to be able to plug in uh, some new things. L-D-O-T-G-R-E-E-N. It's not an I. It's L-D-O-T-G-R-E-E-N at Instagram. Uh, start uh, uploading stuff more often, uh, pictures and scenes and sites of what's going on in my life and times. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, or review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode, but whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.